Recording from Agnia's roommate's closet. This is Bitches, Bitches Who Need Advice. My name is Sarai. My name's Charnel. My name is Agnia. And we all go by she, her pronouns, by the way. So, yes. So, we actually wanted to talk about a topic that, you know, that can bring people together, which is politics. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, in this segment, we're going to talk about Biden. We're going to talk about third party, third party voters, and also what you can do beyond um, voting. So, so yeah, this election... Um, it's kind of like deja vu. It's kind of like the 2016 election. A lot of people don't like the candidates that are appointed. A lot of people, well, I know it's for this election versus the last one. A lot of people are voting less for third party voters than they did for 2016. And it's that conversation of, you know, like if you vote for third parties to vote for Trump. And I just wanted to bring up, why do we blame third-party voters when we're not blaming the whole system that appointed Trump in the first place? We're not, why, it, how come our anger isn't directed at Trump supporters? How come it's not directed at this white supremacist, supremacist system that the United States still holds? So I just find that very interesting. And this, this isn't to say I did vote for third party, but something I, I definitely wanted to point out. Yeah, and talking about third party voting, we one of our hosts used to be a third party voter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, actually, in 2016, I did vote third party. I believe it was the Green Party for Dr. Jill Stein. And for me, I really felt that there was that phrase in 2016 where you have to vote for the lesser two evils. And in my eyes, I felt like I I felt like a vote should be for a president, not against a president. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel Hillary Clinton was going to be a good president, and I definitely did not think by any means Donald Trump was going to be a good president. So I said, you know, I looked at all of the candidates, all the third-party ones, and in my opinion, um, Jill Stein was the person who I felt would be a good president. So I did vote for her, and looking back, I realized that... I should have voted for Hillary Clinton. Um, And so this election, I have made the decision to vote for uh, Joe Biden. While I don't like him or agree with a lot of his policies, I still think that he will make a better president than Donald Trump. And um, Charnel's going to talk to us a little bit about what we can do after the 2020 election. Yeah, My thing is, uh, so I kind of like tweeted about this. So my worry is that if Joe Biden does get elected, a lot of people are going to take out BLM and ACAB because a lot of people believe that our problems today are Trump. (laughs) It's because Trump is elected, which is not true because America is still patriarchal, colonial, what else, capitalist, imperialist settler country who's so so because of that black lives are still going to be slaughtered in the streets indigenous people still aren't going to have clean water they're still in reservations 
we're still going to have all these problems because America is founded in a settler country, right? So we can't stop at electoral politics. We have to go. We still have to rally behind everything that we're doing now. So it's just so imperative that you still get with grassroots organizations, follow organizers, activists, read up on books that you say you're going to do back in June, right? <laughs> um what else donate to mutual aid funds it's it's and you can just do so much more i'm still new to all of this so after this we're gonna i'm gonna tag some like activists and people that you should follow on instagram but we just cannot stop electoral politics we just cannot and and i believe people kind of want to stop there because they think that's all we can do which which you know we found out that you know, that's all we that's not it. We can go so much beyond that. So. So it's just very important to keep up with like activists and grassroots organizers and everything else if we do want to actually have a change. Mm-hmm. So in summary, we all stand that voting is important. Well, also what happens after voting is also as important or maybe more important because we need to make sure that our voices are being heard after voting happens we cannot just settle for voting and that's it because obviously we wouldn't be this disappointed in politics if um they were if the party the democratic party was being a hundred percent fair with us i would also like to point out that a lot of Democrats and even some Republicans who have decided to vote Democrat this election believe that if we get Joe Biden in office, we can just return to normalcy and go back to the way things were. And just to touch on what Chernell said, that at this point is not possible. We have a country that's totally set up in this white supremacist, patriarchal way, and this government does not represent all of us. So after this election, we have to continue to fight, get in touch with our grassroots um, programs in our states, and just continue this momentum that we have built up during the Trump administration because we have to fight just as hard if we get Joe Biden elected. That's interesting how you said, like, how people want to return back to normal. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why would you want to turn back to normal where homelessness is still a problem? You know, like... Everyone still doesn't have equal pay, pay. Like black women are still the one demographic who is actually the most educated, but we still paid less. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go back to normal where we're still paying for health care. Mm-hmm. We need free health care. Like you're United States. We're the wealthiest country and we still don't have free health care. <laughs> you know, what else? What other problems <laughs> like, do we have? I can go on for eons. Immigration. Immigration. <laughs> I mean, the like, crisis at the border is just astounding to me. And it's so interesting to see the pro-life community just completely stay silent. It's it's so interesting to see the All Lives Matter community completely stay silent when children have been torn away from their parents and their parents cannot be found. This isn't something that's 
that has just started. This is something that has been going on. And going back to normal at this point is not a choice, is not an option, not for those kids who are stuck at the border, not for black women who are dying because they're not getting proper health care, mm-hmm. not for indigenous people who don't have access to just basic human rights. It's just at this point, not an option to go back to the way things were. We have to continue this momentum. Right. And honestly, I got to say, if this doesn't radicalize you, I don't know what will, to be honest. You know? So, so yeah, guys, it's just so imperative that you don't stop at voting. Yes, Mm -hmm. voting is one tool for change, but we absolutely cannot stop there at all. Exactly. Whether Trump or Biden wins. Either or. You can just cannot stop at voting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's good. Awesome. We're going to put some resources. I think Chanel kind of mentioned that already. We'll put some resources in our footnotes of this podcast. Um, they might be specific to Arizona, but we'll try and make them general for out-of-state listeners. Uh, if you guys have any questions, feel free to comment. Yep. Comment, like, share. And subscribe. Subscribe. (laughs) We will see you guys very soon. Thank you. Thanks so much, everyone. Bye.